Hey, Finheads. Today we talk with Allison Morgan, the world record beer mile female three times. Oh, this one was awesome. We had, There was so much to unpack from running to drinking to drinking and running. <laughs> ah, our, our personal favorite intersection of booze <laughs> and sports. and <laughs> The reason we started this podcast. I know. That's absolutely right. This is one where we both fangirled out i think quite a bit I, she handled it pretty well but we were both like so you're awesome go <laughs> <laughs> and she was so graceful <laughs> oh she was fun yeah it's cool it's cool to hear the strategy the the technique behind it not just like some goofy beer run like we do and actually being an athlete about it yeah it was um it is silly. It's kind of silly, but kind of not. You know, you like you get into the. I mean, we we sort of get into the nitty gritty about what kind of bottle do you like, what kind of temperature do you like, what kind of ABV, what's your brand, blah blah blah. And then, you know, it's kind of silly when you think about it or when you talk about it. But then, if you think about it, it's like, yeah, this is a real. If it's a real game, it's a real competition. Like, let's get into the absolute like minutia and that's you know it it, it definitely yeah. attention to detail is very important in, in this and any other competition i think yeah it's my perfect mixture of not taking life too seriously and being very serious about it welcome to total fitness serious fitness for not so serious people <laughs> hi allison <laughs> welcome <laughs> thanks for having me Heck yeah, I'm so stoked to talk with you. Max yeah. and I are big beer mile fans, and you are the best at it. <laughs> uh, some days, some days I'm decent at it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell us about the bad days when you're just like, oh, I'm well, going to do a crappy beer mile today. Well, I mean, you, you know, you have your practice ones that you have to do before the actual race, and those can go either way, um, but... My recent beer mile in October wasn't great because it was cans versus mm. bottles. Mm. And I don't know what I'm doing out of cans. So I've never done it. And so first experience doing it, it was not pretty. But um, they're not going to do that next year. So luckily, you go back to bottles. But that, Actually, that was one of my first questions. Why... <sighs> why did it trip you up why do they let you pick what or do they say everyone's doing cans or everyone's doing bottles or they leave it up to the person or how, how does that work so usually it is up to the athlete and most people do bottles and there yeah. are those runners that like cans but this past one the track didn't allow glass on the track at all so it made it a really hard predicament for us and then they all they basically provided the cans, which were um, a Belgium beer, and I decided to bring my own cans, which I don't know if that was a great idea because they were Bud Light Platinum Slim cans, and I don't know if the Slim cans <laughs> versus, right? Like, it was all like, oh, maybe this will work because that's what I'm used yeah. to, but the can might have been too slim and tall to whereas the flow was not good, and so right then and there, I was like, sucking at the chugging and the flow wasn't good and um unless you know what you're doing you can't like puncture a hole in the can you can't squeeze the can so it's all you these factors that are involved 
So it's really hard. And with the bottle, I'm so used to just doing it. So it's just, it's just an easier flow for me. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about BLPs. Always going with that, <laughs> that brand. Is there a yeah. reason behind this? I mean, we figured out this was a decent one back in 2016. I was doing the flow track uh, beer mile world championships and we were all searching for beers and we're like, let's do one that's light, but easy to consume. And it is 6%. So that kind of gets you afterwards, but <laughs> I, it's easy to drink. You know, we all drink those lighter beers in college. So I was like, okay, we're going to go with this. And, um, it ended up being one that I can handle. So I just have continued doing it with it. Is that because the, an actual Bud Light is too low a percentage? It has to be over 5%. It, that's the, okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to counter your drinkability argument. Bud Light Platinum <laughs> tastes like a malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> like someone poured vodka into a beer. Oh, it, I mean, it has a sweeter taste to it, I've noticed. But um, I don't know. I can, that one and maybe a blue moon, I like. I can drink that. But They're like so Coors thick. Light or yeah. anything anything else I've tried, I don't like. And it wants to come out. So, yeah. It wants to come out. wants to come up. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as someone who likes to pour vodka into their beer, Allie, right. okay, <laughs> that's actually okay. kind of fun sometimes. Just shout out right. to the vodka beer crowd. <laughs> We've all been there, you know, you mix things together, it works. Now. <laughs> now, I've heard you talk about temperature a little bit. Can you oh, yes. explain um, what your what your stance is or what you're feeling right yeah. now? Yeah, I kind of learned that the hard way. I In the beginning, I had no idea what I was doing. And so I went to the flow track one and... The beer, I put it out probably two, two, um, like an hour before the race. So then it, it got warm pretty quickly. And then trying to chug warm beer, there's extra foam involved. And you don't realize how much you've left over. So that really messed with me. And then I got disqualified because I had too much foam, too much beer left over. So I learned like what works for me, slightly chilled. And I'd say maybe 30 minutes or less before the race kind of works. Um, and the if it's slightly chilled, it actually does go down faster because of the foam, foam factor. Is there, but there's a too cold. Yeah, because I've tried to chug beers straight out of the cooler and it's it burns. So then yeah, you're yeah. trying to take that down and it, it's like, it's hard. So you have to find like, slightly cold but not too warm it's a weird like i kind of want to do a science experiment and try to figure this out like what's the perfect temperature for it but i still am working on it <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's said... someone that probably figured it out you know they've figured out this oh, yeah. is the optimal temperature for beer chugging you know and this is how it goes down faster but i would argue that big on... everyone's different Yep, right? personalized health. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you mentioned when you were picking Bud Light Platinum, you said we found out that that was the best beer. Do you have a team around you? Well, no, it was my roommate and I, uh, we were there and other beer milers that were there for that flow track, they were searching. So we just all kind of went to different stores in search of what would work. 
and that just sort of that's sort of became more popular yeah okay late let's take this back how did your beer mile journey start <laughs> i know right um so i've been running for a long time you know I'm, i just turned 40 in december and so i've been running for 20 some years and I ran for a team, a professional team in North Carolina after college. And when you get into like the kind of the same habits of running the same races each season, you kind of get bored with running. And I, I was tired of doing the same races, the same distances, the same, same schedule every year. So I, I watched the flow track beer mile in probably the year before I did it. 2015 and I I was like well I'm good at chugging and you know I can run pretty fast <laughs> as well so that looks like a fun event and I decided that right then and there I was gonna try it so it was sort of just inspired me to try something different and I was bored with running so there you go and you, you have a natural talent for both running and chugging yes yeah, so I'll have to I'll have to say I chugged a lot out of beer bongs in college you know Ooh. and that kind of just forces you to chug as fast as possible mm -hmm. and uh you know we just we went a little crazy but i just i found that i was decent at jogging and I, I had a track background so i decided to try it and uh when i moved to bend oregon there were people that were already doing a beer mile um and i decided to jump into one and i, I found out i was decent at it so I decided to just keep going with it. So your first one, you just joined the people that were already doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot then, of athletes here that like beer and like running. So it sort of just goes hand in hand um, with this culture and Ben, like with, with even any races, you do a trail race here. Afterwards, you have a beer with friends. So it's sort of part of it. Max, we got to move. That's, yeah, yeah. Move I was gonna say that, that sounds like the most Oregon thing I, if I was gonna right. be, make up a, a stereotype of Oregon. <laughs> right. Exactly. You guys should just come visit. We'll run there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Why? So then, you, you mentioned the beer bong. Why yeah. haven't there been other? Why isn't this a beer Olympics? Why is it only one right? race? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it'll ever be an Olympic event just because of the beer factor, but, um, <laughs> it should be, you know, it should be bigger than it is. Oh no. I mean, never uh, say never. Come on. <laughs> I mean, why aren't there other events like the beer bong mile or the right? um, shotgun, a beer mile or the, um, glad yeah. mug chug or, <laughs> or the, uh, a lot of the people from uh, different countries will do a chunder mile, which is even worse than a beer mile. It's 16 ounces. Okay. So they'll do that. I think that's really bad for you, but, um, or like a pint, they'll drink out of pint glasses and do one. But, uh, I know like Nick Simmons tends to do different things that he just does try to get like <laughs> records for it. And, uh, like the, denim shorts mile like stuff like that where you can always chase for it and try to get a guinness world record but yeah as ali will tell you the easiest way to get a guinness world record is to make one up right right i <laughs> saw you now. recently did something with a couch maybe 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder. I should just make something up about that. That's probably a world record too. You probably could. The most unique couch made by a woman in LA named Allie. <laughs> I I enjoyed that video. So thank <laughs> I was you. Like, what? <laughs> That's great. <sighs> Thanks. So, okay, after your first beer mile that you tried out, how much did you train leading up to your official beer mile attempt? Ooh, not much. I did. I basically had to qualify for that flow track, and I I did one on Thanksgiving, which was a horrible idea, but I had to I get, get the turkey later. So I was like, I, I ate You did it before you ate, though, right? Oh, no, I ate. I ate the whole meal. Went to a track at like eight o'clock at night, and it was it was. I'm surprised I didn't throw up, honestly. So I'm surprised you didn't I, die. I guess like I can handle it, you know. <laughs> Until after after it finishes, but I I did it. I got a decent. I think I ran like a six forty six, and then I sent that to one of the guys at Flow Track. And was like, okay, I want to be. I want to do this race, and then they entered me in. So that's how I did it. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, yeah. what's your eating strategy on a serious race? Like for the beer mile or any other yeah, races? Yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> Still beer mile. Yeah, okay. So I have to eat pretty light. You know, you, you mm. want something in there. Uh, something like a peanut butter sandwich or like a banana. That will at least like kind of stay in there. And then hopefully you don't throw it up during the race. But... <sighs> I try to eat very lightly, and then once you're done, you can eat whatever you want. But during the day, you can't eat anything you're not used to because you're just like, well, what if that comes out? So um, I try to do what's safe. And how does that vary when you're not doing a beer mile, just doing a competitive run? Uh, for that, you can you can eat a little bit more. Like for the track races at night, I would eat like a Subway. Something that was like a deli sandwich. Um, yeah. But beer mile, I'm just so nervous more than usual that, that I'm going to throw up during it that yeah. I'm like really careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you? That was a <clears throat> um, so far, no. I had a, I spit out the beer in 2017 in London and it was like a spit up because I, tried to chug it too fast and it basically just came right back out and that is not the reversal of fortune is like they like to call it where you throw up during the race yeah 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 did it still disqualify you um i still got dq'd because i didn't finish uh all the beer so you can only have four ounces left from four bottles and Sometimes I think I was like right over it, so it was kind of hard to deal with that. But um, it's part of it. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, right. but we know what we're getting into. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Reversal obviously... is the actual term, though, right? That's the term. Yeah, yes, it Did is. you know that? I mean, <laughs> you literally have to like give yourself a pep talk during the damn race because you you're like, please don't come up, like. Last mo last lap of each one, I have to literally force it down some mm -hmm. days. Like, don't come out, don't come out. And then once you cross the line, you can throw up. So you just have As to keep There's not a time limit after. Right. As someone who has gotten very seasick and car sick his whole life, <laughs> um, 
I have a couple of strategies for not throwing up. Do you have any okay. that you? Ooh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, I curl my toes a lot. Interesting. Um, okay. And then I huh. breathe through my nose and swallow very constantly because I found mm -hmm. that what happens if you are feeling sick and you're about to throw up, your mouth sort of waters, and then if you swallow mm -hmm. a big a gulp of like your own saliva water, it's horrifying and disgusting, and that <laughs> makes me want to just boot immediately. Okay. Um, but as you're running, I'm wondering, other than like a pep talk, do you have any sort of like? Man, I just, I don't know. I just sort of swallow it down. Like if it, I just keep it down and hope, hope that it works. But <laughs> I, uh, I think it, because you're running so fast, you try not to think about it too mm -hmm. much. And just even like burping after you choked, yeah. that really good. helps. And especially in the first lap, cause you have to get that out. So yeah. 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 Well, it sounds like the fourth lap chug is the hardest. Are you feeling oh. like drunk at that point? Is uh, it hitting... The third and fourth are by far the hardest because you, you know, you have it for the first two laps and you're doing pretty consistent chugging, but the last two, you could, your breath, you like breathe harder. So you're taking more time to chug. I mean, not the guys, more the girls probably, but, um, the fourth one is you just don't, like, just I've seen it thing done. You know, just get it done and get because the quicker you do it, you know, you can just start the run part and then you're done. So, yeah. but yeah. Do you yeah. ever train the chugging separate from running, just sitting around trying to get faster at it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I will actually <laughs> chug out of my Bud Light Platinum bottles with water. So I'll just chug water all the time and just get the practicing of, you know, open up your throat, chugging, getting that motion down. And I don't do it as much as I did before, but because I'm getting older, it actually like wears you out to chug beers, you know, in, in practice. So I'll tend to do a few practices where I do intervals and chugging at the same time. Wow. Like a couple weeks before. Yeah. When you're doing water, is it fizzy or flat? I'll do either. Yeah. Fizzy water actually helps too because it's harder to chug. Like a LaCroix, I think it's harder to chug. But go oh, for sure. Yeah. Doing one yeah. right now. There you Can go. Let's go. <laughs> there I you need go. A Bud Light Platinum bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Those are twist off, right? So you don't have to yeah. have an opener with you, right? Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. I don't know how Corey does it with his bottle opener. Like he holds it during the race and then he like basically extra weight pops it up yeah right but he's <laughs> figured it out a way to do it i'd prefer the twist off yeah well yeah. and definitely not cans no no i hate cans if they ever do cans again i i'm just not gonna go <laughs> do it. yeah am i crazy or am i remembering some marketing campaign i'm pretty sure it was cores where they were like this can has a a wider mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and you're a, right. An event right. <laughs> or something. And I remember thinking like, "That's brilliant." <laughs> right. And now, Except, when I drank them, I was like, "There's no, this, this is absolutely the same. This it makes didn't, no difference." It's only different. <laughs> well, and you can't have a wider mouth in the beer mile, so that's just completely. Oh, that's a rule. Yeah. So wow. uh, it's hard. What a weird, it's a hard one. Yeah. I know. Uh, you said that they gave you Belgians. As 
they were like, oh, here, we'll help you out. Well, they basically, the guy that did the entire organization, he got all the cans for all the athletes. And it was just a beer that they had there. And I decided to bring my own because I was worried about it. But I think I probably would have been better off drinking that beer. (laughs) Yeah. Or it might not have been, honestly. Who knows? Because I don't know what I'm doing out of cans. But um, it was it was interesting. Like people were all over the place, and the chugging is slower, I think, out of cans. So I think everyone was struggling with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're not swallowing. You're actually pouring the beer down your throat. <laughs> Trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, have you ever tested your BAC after a mile, like blown into one of those? Oh, that's a, no, I haven't. We're, well, luckily I throw up right after. So I'm hoping that that's, you know, get it all that's out. standard. But yeah, it's not healthy, but it makes you feel way better. And then yeah. I try to eat like bread right after I throw up just to kind of fill my stomach up. But mm. usually we'll go out. A few hours later, and party. So I don't know. You sort of just <laughs> a slow. It's called beer. the puke and rally. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you have like a higher tolerance because of this, or it's not mm, affecting probably. you? I think. Uh, yeah, I think because I've done it, I have a higher tolerance. But I think be- when people see me, they don't think I have a high tolerance. You know, because I'm like tall and skinny, like almost like five eleven or whatever. But I don't think they realize it's like years and years of, of doing yeah. stuff. Training. You just build, you build it up. Yeah. Yeah. Your metabolism is probably insane. So you burn it off really quickly too. Yeah. That too. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> Solid. Um, have you seen other people like throw up? Is this common during the race? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My teammates, like the U S women will literally just find a tree or a bush and just throw up right after or like a trash can. Yeah. No, all of us are thrown up Okay. afterwards. Yeah. I mean, cause you can't consume that much. Mm-hmm. Like if you pour out that much uh, liquid, it it's, I feel like women have a harder time holding that in. Um, but it's too much and it just wants to come out. So it's better to probably throw up right after. Do you find the tree beforehand? Oh, I know. I always yeah. find a that's, spot. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. Because <laughs> once you cross the line, you're just like, I feel so bad. Don't talk to me right now. I have to throw up. <laughs> and also, I know that I, I've also thrown up in competition. And I knew it, between nerves and diet and whatever, exercise right. or whatever. Mentally, yeah. it was just such a nice thing for me to be like, that's my trash yeah. can. That's, there she so is. as soon yep. as I'm gone, I'll just be over there, you guys. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's start. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> such a mentally, such a. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm still embarrassed. Max knows this. I've never pushed myself so hard in a workout that I've thrown up. And really? that's like par for the course in Max's high school days. <laughs> I mean, I don't throw up after workouts either. It's just beer mile. Just the beer mile. Just the, yeah. yes, that's fair. Yeah, just that. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are, what's the culture like are you friends with other beer milers is there a whole community yeah it's it's a family um i've gotten to know a lot of the athletes over the years and 
the people that organize the events, they're like family to me too. And they help travel with travel and, and lodging. So these people you, you kind of depend on and you're excited each year to do it just so you can see everyone again. And then you get to hang That's out cool. afterwards. So it's, it's a nice group. It's a nice group of people. That's awesome. Is the yeah. crowd cool too? Oh yeah. And people are weird, you know, they're <laughs> weird and, and different and exciting. So it makes it, you know, a little more enjoyable right there. Not, not, weird, no like, one's like, yeah. They yeah. get rowdy or. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, let's put it this way. I'm one of the older people in the, in the group. So <laughs> it's like you're hanging out with some 20 some year olds now and they're still, they're like, right out of college and they can party hard which i already did that so i i can't stay out as late but there's people there that are crazy and they'll do like these bar tricks where they'll they'll like swill the beer really fast see how fast you can chug out of a like a pint glass or just just like right people staying out till 5 a.m in the morning so i can't really do that anymore but it's just it's just fun to kind of see everyone how much does the crowd help versus being on a track alone training? Hmm. Well, I will say if it's too many people on the track, I don't love it because then it can kind of be too much going on. You can't do like your, your thing, but I'm okay with being by myself. Like I'm used to pushing myself mm-hmm. anyways. And, and when I ran the beer mile world record, I was by myself on a track my husband was filming me with my kids and it was like well but sometimes without the chaos of people like coming in at the same time and people knocking over your bottles or you know just that part i kind of like having less of a distraction yeah yeah solitary beer vial have you ever done one on a treadmill uh yes yes and that was a stupid idea right because you have to jump (laughs) off the treadmill chug real fast jump back on it's stupid but I did that randomly just to see where I was at. (laughs) I too have done this, so I don't call it stupid. I feel like that's a great idea. How was it? How was it for you? Um, It felt a little bit like cheating because I did it in a public gym. And so I snuck in four bottles of open, like four (laughs) water bottles with my beers. So they were already kind of not fizzy and it was way easier. And I broke my personal record. That's awesome. What was what's your record? What's your personal record? Around uh, solid under ten minutes. <laughs> hey, that that is good. The beer mile is hard. Okay, it's one of the harder events. I'd have to it's say. incredibly hard. Your yeah. beer mile is twice as fast as my regular mile. <laughs> oh, don't think that way. It's it's just you know years huh. of doing the track and years of. Drinking, I guess. Combine those two. Sure. Yes, tell us about your other running and or drinking PRs. Uh, yeah. I mean, I probably won't do the beer mile for that much longer. You know, it's getting to the point where it's probably doing more harm than good. But um, but I I have fun with it. So see how long I can go. Is you going to pull a, a Seinfeld or a... <laughs> well, Calvin and Hobbes where you leave at your prime and you'd never get beaten yes totally <laughs> be solid uh, solid yeah. um, 
yeah like what are your other athletic goals or your your aims outside of the beer mile well the nice thing about being in bend is you can kind of dabble in anything like you knew roads i'll probably hit some masters races this year just because i'm finally there so i'm gonna go for some half a half marathon um some trail races in bend there's always a local trail race so i'll do those and i'm not sure if i'm going for a marathon uh qualifier or not i've tried that in the past but it's just getting so much faster and so much harder I don't love the marathon. It's kind of long for me. So I'm just kind of seeing what, what I'm going to do. I actually am not running very much right now because I have kidney stones. So <laughs> I'm oh, sort of wow. just trying to get healthy and figure that out. And then I can kind of see what I can do. But yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that you get through that. Jeez. Well, I, I don't know if it's related to the beer mile, but I've had it three times and uh i had it last time was five years ago so usually i'll find out like after the race that i had kidney stones i'm like okay so then i don't know if it's a i think i'm chronically dehydrated mm -hmm. is the main concern so i just have to kind of change my diet maybe stop drinking so much beer and coffee and drink more water but because i have a history of it i i know what to do but I think I had them during the race in October. So that I think Whoa. that sort of made it more challenging because I felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. So it was, it was a little bit harder, but I'll get it figured out. I wonder out. if other beer mile, beer milers have this, like that. Like I know. Relation. I know. Cause, I mean, because I can always tell because I've had it, my back will hurt really bad and my abdominal back area flank pain so i sort of know what it feels like but um you can't really think about that before you race like you're just like i'm gonna see what happens you know but right. um but yeah i'm sure others deal with something um going on so the next one's in october is that when it usually is well they changed it to october uh but usually it's in july june or july okay. so this Next one will be in Chicago in July. I think July first. Yeah, but Max, it's finally on, it's I'm finally in the U.S. Right? You should go. Oh. But we're, like we're excited because we've always had to travel to them, and finally we get one here. So it should be fun. Yeah. How does the travel affect you? Are you jet lagging and trying to get there oh, yeah. early? Yeah. You try to get a couple days before, but you you know you're jet lagged. You're out of it you're uh you you feel kind of sick like eating because your stomach's all over the place and i usually will try to get two to three days before and then you try to stay like a day or two after just to hang out with everyone but i think that can definitely affect you yeah, yeah. what do your kids think about your record <laughs> uh well my kids are 10 now and they've been watching me do this for five years and <laughs> They're just there she like, goes again. <laughs> like, oh, you know, she's just doing a workout. But it's become like a thing where everyone found out about it at their school. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to talk about this. And <laughs> I think they're like proud. They're proud of it. But like they don't think they just don't think anything of the drinking. They're just like proud that I have a record. Something like that. Yeah. No. It, it's exciting. But um, I'm still embarrassed if like 
their school or like I coach high school and I never talk about it because I don't want them to know. Mm-hmm. But somehow they've all found out. So I try not to talk about it if unless they bring it up. <laughs> so uh, then if there is an aspiring beer miler perhaps on your team <laughs> or just listening right now, what what would the advice you give them? Well, I will first say I did not start doing this until I was uh, 33, 34. So well, well after, you know, college and everything. And uh, I would only do it if like you're done with the rest of your like competing. I would compete in other events, other other things, see how far you can go. But the beer mile was sort of like a fun event that I just wanted to challenge myself. So I am always telling the kids I coach like, this isn't something that I'm going to do for very long. I just I just found something I was decent at and I wanted to see how far I could go with it. But I'm never like promoting it, you know, and they I think a, a lot of the kids that age will do like chocolate uh, my, uh, milk miles. Have you heard of that? Oh, chocolate that's or chocolate milk. Yeah, they'll do the milk miles and the chocolate miles or I guess a LaCroix mile. But I think that's way worse. I've a done a little cry. Oh my yes, god. Yes. It's because you want to throw that up right away. Yeah. It's just Dude, milk. Yeah. I don't want to throw like, milk what? if I drink wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. What percentage are we talking? Because uh, skim is a very different than whole. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> the I heavy cream mile. Uh, Maybe 12 ounces each cup. No. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, is it 12? That's oh, disgusting. It's no. disgusting, yeah. Oh, and the chocolate to milk ratio would have an effect. Right? Oh, wow. Max, yeah, you gotta do no. some research. There's gotta be a, a world record in that, right? <laughs> it probably is in the eggnog. Eggnog mild is a world record. I mean, oh, Chris Robertson, who's the best American in the world, in the beer mile, he has the eggnog mile as well. Um, he Wait, did it. Did Chris few- beat Corey? Well, I don't and think I Corey ever did this? the eggnog mile, but uh, okay. Cor- yeah, Chris has the second fastest beer mile and he has okay. the two mile record as well so he oh. did a beer what, is that mile four, or is that two eight. fours it's an eight beer can you imagine and you can't stop and uh yeah that's that's way harder yeah so that seems unhealthy coming from it someone is a, yeah it's <laughs> actually gross to watch too because you're Trying not to throw up for eight laps and eight beers, and it looks horrible. Yeah, carry the one, it's 96 ounces. <laughs> yeah, so oh my god, yeah, it's that's awful. But Max suggested the, the beer Murph, or no, it Wait, was like uh-huh. a comment on one of my videos said beer Murph. I don't, uh, if you're not is- familiar with the it's a CrossFit, a popular CrossFit workout where you run uh-huh. a quarter. No, you run a mile. You uh-huh. do hundred pull-ups, hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred air squats, and then you run another mile. What? So it would be the, the opening and closing beer mile would be a beer mile. No, no, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I know, but I might do it. Okay, okay. You tell me how. <laughs> tell me how that goes. It'll just take me 24 hours, but I could do it. Yeah, you got this. You got this. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. My you mentioned earlier uh, guess... that um, you get very, some you get more nervous during beer mile than regular races. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Why? And 
I guess more importantly, how do you handle nerves? Hmm. Well, I've been running for a long time, so you sort of you sort of just get used to it. You've got the experience to be like, okay, I know what this is going to be like. But the beer mile, there's so much uncertainty with how it's going to go. That's why I get more nervous because at least you know in a road race or, you know, even like maybe the marathon is kind of uncertain also. But so I know from the experiences of other races that I've done for the last 20-some years, I know kind of how it's going to go or if you're having a bad day, it's fine. But the beer mile, there's just like that extra pressure of – try not to throw up during it and and then you know when you've done well at it then you also have the pressure of doing well so yeah expecting you yeah it sounds like you feel like you have less control over a beer mile which makes sense yeah and when you brought those cans in it made it even worse because then you're just like well we'll see how this goes they said that last minute was it they didn't even give you a chance to work on it it was like a month or a month and a half before they decided yeah. they couldn't go past the rules of the track, but I tried to practice and I still just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Have you ever tried it with non-alcoholic beer? I have been invited to a few of those. Um, they'll do a non-alcoholic beer. Uh, I think they do it in New York. There's a couple races where they'll do it during a track meet, but yeah. I, it's like doesn't seem like it's not the same idea for me. It's, it's not the point because the actual chugging of beers during the race is the whole reason why it's a challenge. So mm, sure. I just haven't gotten Yeah, it, what a waste yeah. of calories. Jeez. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'd rather like so that I guess it would be better practice because they do cans usually. But yeah. I don't plan on doing cans again. So for that, yeah. Yeah. Max, I guess we don't need the one question we ask everyone. <laughs> so we only have one question that across all episodes we'll ask people, and it's like, how do you fit alcohol into your training? Because oh, we actually love beer miles that much. So <laughs> well, I guess I don't I take breaks, you know, like I'm not drinking uh a lot. I only do the little bit of training before the races, but I try to cut back during the winter and um, when I'm racing, I try not to, I won't drink as much, but then once I get ready, like a, mi a month or two before the, the beer mile, I'll start practicing. Getting yeah. back into it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> well, Otherwise, hopefully we just... will see you. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you going to try to go to Chicago if you can? Yes. No, no question. Yeah, awesome. For sure. Bye. Yeah, I'll let I'm you know. Weird. The I will fit in with the crowd. <laughs> oh yeah, you should just jump in one of the other races. There are. I think they're going to have races? a couple different races. Yeah, I think they'll have the elite races, and they might have some combined relay races, and then another op couple open races. So <gasps> I would do it. Do it. <sighs> yeah. Do they have gender agnostic relays, Max? Let's go. We're yeah, I'll send you Mixed all the doubles. info. Once. Yeah, you could do. You could both do it. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, they have a unicycle mile. I've been wanting to do that. Oh, you should probably just do that on your own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, 
Well, solid. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah, hopefully it was entertaining. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. And best of luck in your training. Thank you so much. It. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, it was nice meeting you guys. Heck yeah. And if the Fitheads want to find you online, is there anywhere we can go see your stuff? Well, uh, I guess like on social media, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can look up Allison Grace Morgan. Usually that will pop up. And then um, I'll search for you on uh, Instagram. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. And thanks to the Fitheads. If you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that helps us out a whole lot. I and will. we'll see you next week. <laughs>